Welcome to the Camp Deer Run Podcast. I'm Ty Ford coming to you from the piney woods of Camp Deer Run. We hope this podcast will encourage you and keep you on the path following Jesus every day. Hey everybody, hope that you're doing well. I'm glad that you've chosen to join us today for another episode of the Killy Podcast. Today is a very unique day for our country. It only comes around every four years. It is election day. I'm sure many of you have already casted your vote or others of you may be going to stand in line today to get that done, but it is a different day. Um, You know, I was thinking about this and just all that you see on social media, all that you see in the news, if ever there is a day where we as Christians, as God's people in this world, need to let our light shine, uh, that we need to stand up and just show love that we have for the people of this world who need to know Jesus, I think it's today. So I just want to encourage you, however old you are, don't be another clanging symbol which is somebody without love, just posting your opinions and your thoughts. Man, let us be, on this very day, a group of people that show the love of God in what we say and what we do, how we react to things. Don't get sucked in, man. It's not worth it. We are God's people. And so, I just encourage everybody today, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Because that is what our life is all about. So, today will be what it will be. And I pray that all of us, as God's people, can reflect Him, no matter what happens, to everybody in this country and throughout the world. So, that's my encouragement for you today. And I hope that uh, you'll take that and apply it and do something good with it. So, look for ways that you can show love. Don't be a clanging symbol. Um, If you are wondering what I mean by that, maybe go check out 1 Corinthians 13 to see what it says about a clanging symbol there. Well, that's not what we're talking about today in the podcast, but, you know, that's a pretty big deal and wanted to make sure that I mentioned it as you're listening. I mean, that is what's going on in our world today. When I think about the world, when I think about our culture, more and more it seems clear that it is not in line with what God desires for His people. And what I'm meaning is, if we look and act, if we speak, if we react to things in the same way as the world or as the culture around us, I don't think that we are doing what God wants us to do. Because our culture just isn't falling in line with God's will. Um, I'm not going to go into that in real great detail, but I want to make sure to just point out that when you look around, you look around the people that are at school with you, the people that are at work with you, more than likely, it's true that they are living by the pattern of this world. And that is not what we have been called to do. That's not the pattern that we're to live by. 
So we've been talking about staying on the path, walking with God, fixing our attention on Jesus, paying attention to God and doing what he says, making good choices, all these things of what we've been talking about. You know, today I think what we're uh, looking at is super, super important. It seems really basic, but it's centered upon one of my favorite scriptures, Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. And if I think about the pattern of this world, we are clearly called in this scripture to not conform to it, to not be influenced by it, to be different than it. This is what God has called us to. And so we've got to live up to that calling, to go and be a part of this world, but not be of it, to not be like it, to be set apart and to be different, which can be uncomfortable. So we're going to talk about this, and I hope that you're encouraged and challenged by it. Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. Here's what it says. Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So I kind of want to break this down, and I am by no means an English major or an expert of the English language, but somewhere along the way in my schooling, somebody said, if you see the word, therefore, you should look around that word, ahead of it and, and after it, to find out what it is there for. And so that's something that I feel like we should do. Uh, is just back up one chapter just right before this. Because, you know, you may or not know it, but in the original uh, Bible, in these original letters that were written, chapter and verses were not there. And so it can be, it can kind of mess with our minds sometimes because we see the start of a chapter and we know it relates in a book to what was ahead of it. You know, chapter 12 would relate to what's in chapter 11 and build off of it. But this is a letter. And later on, they added these numbers to it and chapters. And uh, we have to recognize that this is one big flowing thought. And so it's perfectly uh, acceptable and a good idea to look right before the context of what you're reading to get that total context of it. So chapter 11, verse 33, it says, Oh, the depths of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. Who has known the mind of the Lord or has been his counselor? Who's ever given to God that God should repay them? For from him and through him and for for him all are all things. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now last night I had the chance to um, lead our high school kids in a Bible study. It was a really enjoyable time, and we actually looked at this very scripture, and we backed up into chapter 11 like we're doing now, and I asked them, how would you summarize what was read there? You know, how would you state this in, a, in a maybe a more simpler or today's language? And one of the girls, she happens to be a Camp Deer Run camper, and I was proud of her speaking up. She raised her hand, and she said that he is amazing, and his works are incredible. And I thought that was a really beautiful way to put it, that God is amazing and his works, what he does, is incredible. 
And so if you think about that flowing into this scripture in uh, Romans chapter 12, let's say it that way. God is amazing and his works are incredible. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. And so I went on and I said, okay, what what does I urge you mean? You know, what's that? And, you know, we understand that he's, He's begging them. He's pleading with them. He's challenging them. It's like he's like, oh, I want you to get this. So God is amazing. His works are incredible. And I want you to understand this. Because of that, because he's so great, in view of his mercy, you got to offer your body as a living sacrifice. When I think of the statement, in view of God's mercy, I mean, in view of, that, that to me feels like, I should be able to, to picture it, to think of it. When I think of God's mercy, my mind goes straight to the cross. And so I like to maybe simplify this a little bit and say in view of the cross, in view of God's mercy poured out for us on the cross, we ought to offer our bodies as a living sacrifice, which is holy and pleasing to God. That's our true and proper act of worship. So, Kind of thinking through this again, breaking this down, making it really accessible for us. God is amazing. His works are incredible. Because of that, I urge you, all of you brothers and sisters, in view of the cross, of God's mercy and what he's done for us, offer your body as a living sacrifice. And then he goes on to say, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So I ask them, if you guys had to give your friends some advice, and the advice was, what is written here? Don't conform to the pattern of the world. So I, I doubt that you know high school kids today would go up to their friend and say, do not conform to the pattern of this world. You'd put it in different words. And so I just ask, what, what advice would you give? Like to, to say this exact same thing to your friend, how would you say it? And they said, don't be influenced by this world. And another uh, young lady spoke up and said, don't copy and imitate the behaviors of the people around you. And I thought, man, those are two great answers that really help us to understand what do not conform to the pattern of this world means. So in view of God's incredible mercy, which he poured out through us by Jesus, by Jesus' blood, Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Do not be like the world. My friend Joe David, he he also worked out here at camp and was a camper, and he was speaking to the summer staff one time, and he put it this way. He said, we ought to reject the pattern of this world. And when I think about that, that resonates with me, that not only do I not want to be influenced by the pattern, but I want to reject it. I want to push away from it. Because the pattern of this world does not please God. Well, this makes me think about, then, what is the pattern of this world? And I think there are all kinds of different patterns. You know, uh, you, could, you could go to different cultures and find probably different patterns that are equally um, not pleasing to God. But here, in our context, in our culture where we live, if I think about the pattern of the world, it, it kind of came down to, three things for me. And it really can be wrapped up probably in one thing, but I'm going to break it down into three. 
And the first is being self-focused or selfish. There's a clear pattern in our culture of selfishness. And that is not, that does not look like Jesus. That does not look like the picture that he provided in his example. He was not selfish or self-focused. But in our culture, uh, with all the social media and all the things you know, that we try to uphold, the, the image that we try to project to others, there is just a whole lot of caring about self. And kind of going hand in hand with that, another pattern that I see is, uh, is just comfortable. We want to be comfortable. Our whole culture, our mindset in our culture is, is kind of centered around I want to keep myself comfortable, which, which is selfish, I realize. And that's why I think it kind of builds off that idea. But I don't think Jesus came to this world and lived a very comfortable life. In fact, if you think about what he did, he left heaven, a very good place, the best place. It's perfect. He left that environment and came down here into this world, and he was not comfortable at all. But yet, our culture, the pattern of this world that we're in, is to seek that comfort and to kind of push away anything that's uncomfortable. And the last thing, kind of builds off those two ideas, is, is to be accepted. We want to be acceptable. And so, clearly in our culture right now, uh, to be acceptable, to, to share in the ideas that everybody else shares in. You know, you can't have a, a dissenting view or that makes you some sort of label that you don't you don't want to be called you know um, but if we are seeking acceptability from the world if we're seeking to be accepted by the world then we will we will conform to its values we will conform to its pattern so I think about those three things in our culture and then I throw busyness right on top of it that's another pattern but selfish comfortable acceptable as not what God wants us to do or who he wants us to be. So we have to reject that pattern and be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So I want to back up and just kind of think about this whole thing real quickly. God is amazing, and His works are incredible. And because of this, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of the cross of Christ, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, which is holy and pleasing to God. Don't be influenced. Don't copy the same pattern of this world, but instead be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and then you will know what God's will is, His good and pleasing and perfect will is for your life. Not that you're going to know everything that God knows, but you're going to understand what He desires for you in this life. So, as we kind of wrap this up, I want us to think about what it means to offer our bodies as a living sacrifice. When you think about Jesus calling His disciples, saying, hey, follow me, when you think about that, you recognize, if you go back and look at those stories, they walked away from something else. They left something else behind. For a couple of the guys, they left their dad sitting in the fishing boat. You know, 
when you choose to follow Jesus, you are leaving some things behind, and you are changing and going in a new direction. If you think about baptism, when you are buried in the water, it is a death. You're joining, you're, you're you know, going through the same death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. That is a death. It is a, a leaving behind of something old and beginning something new. When I think about a living sacrifice, you know, we're not, we're not like an animal sacrifice back in the Old Testament where there actually was a death, where an animal died a physical death. Um, we're not going through the same death that Jesus went through exactly because he was physically killed and put in the grave before he was raised anew. But our death is a spiritual one where we are dying to our old self, to our old way of life, so that we can be raised and to live anew as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. It's such a wonderful picture that I could actually think about God smiling as he looks upon me because I am a holy and pleasing sacrifice to him. And so I think Jesus himself said it best in Luke chapter 9. And he said, if anyone would come after me, must pick up his cross daily and deny himself and follow me. I think that's the picture of a living sacrifice. Every day I pick up the cross and I choose to follow him and I leave behind the ways of this world, the pattern of this world. And that means that what everybody else is doing, what everybody else cares about or values, is not necessarily going to be what I value and what I care about. Because I reject the pattern of this world. And my eyes are on Jesus. I've fixed my attention on Him. I'm going to pick up my cross and follow Him daily. That's a living sacrifice. And that's the picture of Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. I think if we want to stay on the path, like we've talked about, we have our eyes on Jesus. But a part of this is the choice that we make to not conform, to not be influenced, to not copy the behaviors of all those around us, and to reject the pattern of this world so that we can be renewed and transformed so that we can be God's people in this world and let our light shine. I hope that this has been good for you to think about. I hope it encourages you to stay on the path. Man, look at your life. Think about the way that you're living, the things that you are putting into your mind and into your heart. Think about the areas of your life where maybe you are conforming. Maybe you are being influenced or copying the pattern of this world. And man, let's push back against that in our own life and make a different choice. Reject the pattern of this world and follow God. That's the message I have for you today. I hope that you have enjoyed it, been encouraged and challenged in some way. Hey, I do, before we go, I want to let you know that on Sunday night, November 15th at 7 o'clock, we are having a showing online on Facebook, a watch party of the Camp Deer Run movie, Never Run Dry. So if you hadn't had a chance to see that yet, be a part of that. November 15th at 7 o'clock, we'll start the movie on Facebook. And you can comment and post your reactions throughout the show if you want. 
And we'd love to have you be a part of that, trying to get a good group of people gathered together to think about God and all the ways that he has blessed Camp Deer Run and shown himself to be so powerful. Um, And I hope that everybody who tunes into that will be encouraged and blessed by that as well. So just wanted to make sure I mentioned that to you guys today. Y'all go, have a great day, and may God bless you as you serve him.